CBS is just a crutch for Biden, and there's no two ways about it. And I got a very cool compilation video coming up. Uh, also, get your new vaccine. Well, most of you are smart enough not to have a lot of you. We'll talk about that and say goodbye to private messaging. Yeah, all that and more coming up. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Monday morning. A brand new week begun. What are you going to do for fun this week? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I actually had to hold a spot for the lead story of the show because stuff is changing so fast. They, what they, they, they called off the invasion because it was torrential rains or something and then other stuff got underway big earthquake in afghanistan like the fifth one in the six months or something anyway all this news pop 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 and i thought you know what i really i can't cover it's changing too fast and i'm gonna get something wrong so i'm kind of staying away from the whole middle east stuff tonight you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to be said. I've already said a lot, and I will say more. But there's other things going on, and I don't want you distracted from other news that's happening, which is a, likely a big part of exactly why they are pulling all this bullshit, because they're trying to shiny red object. Oh, look over here. Magicians use it all the time. It's called distraction. While you're looking over here, I'm doing something over here happens all the time all right <clears throat> we got lots happening including one of our great sponsors and that is blackout coffee and blackout coffee be awake not woke you drink coffee right i drink coffee i got coffee right here for the show in my jay sheldon show mug which you can buy on our merchandise store oh. mm. and black oh man that's good if you are a fan of coffee, then you need to be a fan of blackout coffee because that brown water crap garbage coffee you've been drinking, you don't know when it was roasted. You don't know how long those beans have been sitting on the shelf. Blackout coffee is an American company. They work with local co-ops and American farmers to grow the best beans available and they have a strict adherence to their small batch roasting process. I'll tell you about that coming up. But this company, this company you need to support, it's one of the reasons, in fact, it's the reason, not, not just that they make an amazing cup of coffee, but because they support America. They were founded on the principles of conservative values, hard work, personal responsibility, family, respect. It's not just a marketing gimmick, folks. They actually believe in this stuff. American values. The best fresh roasted coffee, and it's all done in-house. Roasted, packed, and shipped, usually from the time you order, 24 to 48 hours, your beans are roasted, fresh. Another few days to ship it to you, boom. You got fresh roasted beans. And believe me, there is a difference between fresh roasted fresh, fresh roasted, 
and that crap you buy on the shelf. Get yourself a bag, pick it up. There's all kinds of varieties and, and uh, grades of beans over there, from espressos, dark roast, and uh, you will not be disappointed. Just pick up a single bag. That's all you got to do. Check it out. You'll be back for more. Use the link in our show notes or at checkout. Use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20 at checkout. That'll get you 20% off your first order on Blackout Coffee. By the way, I don't know anybody in my circle of friends who are not a fan of coffee, but if you're not, that's okay because at Blackout Coffee, they also have a huge variety of coffees, uh, cocos, and teas. Good stuff to check out some of these flavors. Uh, for those about to drink cocoa, we salute you. Look at this. Sweet, hot cocoa, dark chocolate, chocolate cherry dump cake oh i'm getting hungry dark chocolate orange some people don't like that orange chocolate combo i do I, just the tangy orange the sweet chocolate really nice chocolate covered strawberries oh man you're killing me and of course some great teas also over there at blackout check them out too earl gray superior Roboys. A passion fruit peach black tea i'm getting into the flavored teas by the way lately very nice. Blackout Coffee, links in our show notes, promo code J20 at checkout, and you will get yourself 20% discount. This and these words from President Donald Trump on his Truth Social account. The show 60 Minutes should be ashamed of themselves. They just interviewed crooked Joe Biden and led him along like a lost child. Each question contained the answer, and it was so weakly and apologetically asked that it was a joke, which should be considered a campaign contribution to the Democratic Party. Now, why should CBS get free public airwaves for this highly partisan show? Boy, was it. I saw that interview. Never apologize to Trump for the mistakes they made on the laptop from hell. Protecting Biden, even though he's the most corrupt and incompetent president in the history of the United States. Boy, the truth spoke out there. Carter administration looks absolutely brilliant by comparison. This word's from Trump. The only thing the Biden regime does well is go after Crooked Joe's political opponents. Me. But even that will fail. The Middle East, Ukraine... Inflation, bad economy, the open border, horrendous Afghanistan embarrassment, gas prices, our great auto worker death march, and so much more. Make Crooked Joe a total disaster for our once great country. MAGA. Wow. All right. So those words from President Trump on his Truth Social account. Hmm. <laughs> well done. Well done. And exactly right. Biden bombs again. Let me first, uh, let me first show you and play you some of this stuff. This is from Red State. More on disastrous Biden interview. Scott Paley has to help him finish his sentence, says the president is tired. Oh. 
First note, a little bit of water carrying for Joe Biden. Host Scott Paley saying the president was fitting them into his busy schedule on Thursday. Have you noticed, by the way, the president is never available after 12? <clears throat> Basically, they call a lid every day at noon. You never see him. Perry claims Biden had to wedge the interview into his busy schedule. Let's take, take a, a listen. Rarely does a president confront so much peril. The catastrophe in Israel, the war in Ukraine, and no help from a paralyzed Congress. Late Thursday, we met President Biden at the White House. Yeah. It had been a rough week, and we could see it on him. Mr. Biden will be 81 next month, and he has said that when he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Je wedged us into his schedule. Hmm. His 10 a.m. daily briefing, 4.30 meeting, just had to sit down, listen to CEOs. Not exactly your jammed up busy schedule. I'll bet your schedule. My schedule was busier than that, and I'm still working from damn home. 80-year-old. He shouldn't even be there. Give me a break. Completely at sea during the interview. Paley asked if he could foresee U.S. troops involved in the Israeli, Israeli war. You will notice his answer isn't no. Can you foresee U.S. troops in combat in this new Middle East war? I, I don't think that's necessary. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. You'll notice his answer wasn't no. Then he threw Israel under the bus with this rather confusing remark, saying they shouldn't reoccupy Gaza, that he thought it would be a big mistake, which is funny because that's just what Iran was hoping Joe would say. And there he is, right on cue. You can see him struggling to try and answer this one. Would you support Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Look. What happened in Gaza, in my view, is Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, I think that uh, it would be a mistake to, uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. We did, but to going in and taking out the, uh, the extremists, the uh, Hezbollah is up north, but Hamas down south is a necessary requirement. So he's asked what his message to uh, Hezbollah and its backer, Iran. Now, imagine if you would President Trump asked this question. What's your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Biden, don't, don't, don't come Cross the border? That's right. Let's check this out. Let me just play it for you. There's limited fighting already on the northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. Helping him out as he goes.
I'm sure Iran is quaking in its boots right now. It's just... These are the people that the rest of the world is supposed to be concerned about? Supposed to be listening to? Like I said, just, just imagine, imagine if Trump were sitting behind that resolute desk these days. First of all, if he were, none of this would have happened anyway. But he's not. So it is. Not only is that happening, but as you know, our country is being invaded every day by tens of thousands of people, most of which are not vetted. And now, FBI Director Christopher Wray issues a warning, you've probably seen this, it happened I think yesterday, of imminent terror attacks on American soil. Take a listen. We remain committed to continue confronting those threats, both here in the United States and overseas. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for loan actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask... Maybe, maybe the thing to do would be to stop investigating parents of school, uh, go to school board members or MAGA people and door knocking and do something actually proactive to investigate the kind of people that we are just freely letting into this country. Ray said there's been a significant uptick in reporting threats following the attacks in uh, Israel. Caution the public to remain vigilant. Well, you know what, pal? Do your freaking job. He says, quote, in this heightened environment, no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats. And we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence on their own. Meantime, you just keep you just keep on looking after grannies and MAGA people. Hey, David Bonblot, I hope I got that right. I'm a West Point military veteran, ex-FBI agent, China expert. I talk about FBI corruption, how America's headed for civil war. Go see my episode one video on my page. David, I absolutely encourage people to go over there and check out your video. That's a uh, one of our viewers there in the live chat. If you want to check out, just uh, click on his name. I think it should open in a new window. If it doesn't, come back and bookmark it, and you can watch it later after this show. But David, thank you so much for that. And by the way, please feel free, if you're in our audience, you want to promote stuff, 
I don't mind that at all in our, in our live chat during our show. I encourage you to promote it because everything we can do, everything we can do to connect, to let people know, to get the word out there, to move our conservative football down the field is what needs to be done. And so if I, this little simple show, can help out in some way, by all means. So please check that out. Uh, and in case, because I know sometimes the live chat is not available after the show is live. So you're going to look for the account David Bumblatt. D-A-V-I-D-B-A-U-M-B-L-A-T-T. -T. David, fantastic. Proud to have you a part of the show. Thank you. All right. Man, I'm telling you. Did you get your clot shot? Yeah, switching subjects because I'm tired of talking about the corruption and the crap. You didn't get your clot shot, did you? Me neither, nor will I ever, nor will I ever wear a mask. And guess what? We're not alone. We've woken up. We're winning. Two percent. Two percent of Americans, I'm so proud of you, have received the new COVID vaccine, according to the CDC. Ha! Rolled out last month, 2%, around 2%, have received the booster shot after it was authorized and recommended by federal health officials several weeks ago, according to updated data provided by the Department of Health and Human Services. 7 million Americans still have taken the clot shot, which is kind of scary. It's authorized for people. Oh, man. It's been authorized for people six months and older. You are killing your children. Please, please don't do it. Don't drink that Kool-Aid. COVID-19 vaccine distribution shifted to the private market, a lot different than it was last year when the government was putting the clot shot in all of our arms. A spokesman for HHS said about the vaccine data. In addition, it added the agency is directly with manufacturers and distributors to ensure the vaccines are getting to various locations. The statement said 91% of Americans age 12 and older can access the vaccine within five miles of where they live. However, 2%, <laughs> only 2%, that makes me so happy. Sadly, it's 2%. That's still a big, that's still millions of people. I cannot believe after everything that's out there, after all the evidence, Upon evidence, upon evidence, you people will not open your eyes. These things are killing people. New York City public school teacher. Getting back into the Middle East story. These stories are popping up everywhere. You saw that, I'm not covering it tonight, but you saw the one about the landlord, I think it was Ohio, who stabbed this young kid. I believe he survived. 
I believe, a horrible story. It's in the news. Check it out. You can find it. New York City public school teacher shares images of the Hamas paraglider and describes the terror attack on the Israeli civilians as a successful military campaign. This is a New York City public school teacher. Proudly expressed support for Hamas and the monsters who carried out last weekend's slaughter. Mohammed Jihad Ahmad is a teacher at the Gotham Tech High School, according to his LinkedIn profile. Multiple reports, he changed his Facebook cover last week to an image of a person paragliding with the Palestinian flag attached to the parachute. You've seen it there. It's the uh, one that BLM posted. And the words, stand with Palestine. Used an image of a motorized paraglider, which is one of the vehicles, the uh, monsters from Hamas used to invade the Supernova Music Festival in Israel. There you go. Unbelievable. New York school social worker Justin Shapiro flagged the incendiary image posted by the New York City public school teacher. Why do you still have a job? He says, I'm shaking. Public teacher, New York public school teacher Mohammed Jihad Ahmad said this, I made this Facebook cover celebrating Hamas terrorists paragliding into an Israeli music festival, butchering 2,000 teens and young adults. How can Jews feel safe in Mohammed's classroom? He attempted to brush off the alarming concerns by replying, these are his words, this terrorist, this animal, not even an animal, this beast, animals are too kind. Look at this clown and the other in his replies. So-called Israel is a settler colony invented and only continues to exist through terrorism, disposition, ethnic cleansing. You know, I'm not even going to read this bullshit because it's just absolutely that. And I'm not giving him another second of airtime. This is ridiculous. New York City, school teachers, public school system. Get rid of this terrorist you have in your midst. Unfreaking believable. Teaching your children. And imagine, like the article says, just how safe any of his students that happen to be Jewish in his class feel. It's time to stand. It's past time to stand. Protect our children. From the Epic Times, they're doing a little bit over there to protect our children. I love this. Independent investigators have netted hundreds of child predator suspects, resulting in arrests and convictions across the U.S. The link to this article, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I encourage you to read this because it is an eye-opener. Anytime something to do with the safety of our children, child sex trafficking, any of that kind of crap that appears, 
I will cover it because it is among the most, most important subjects I think we can possibly. Hamas, Israel, the UK, Canada, our Mexican border, whatever it is, which is involved in the child sex trafficking itself to a huge degree. But this has to stop. Our mission is to take as many pedophiles off the street and away from children as possible. 23-year-old Alex Rosen, God bless you, founder of Predator Poachers. Over the past, listen to this, over the past three years, Predator Poachers, which is a Texas-based group founded back in 2020, by 23-year-old Alex Rosen. It's aimed at preventing child sexual abuse. They identified 500 over online child predators, resulting in nearly 300 arrests in 43 states. Good on you. Cases still pending. There have been convictions in more than half of the country. Decades-long prison sentence for a former Virginia firefighter. The 2022 sting operation conducted by a group of independent journalists targeting Virginia-based Christopher Scott Jones led law enforcement to uncover a trail of underage victims. Using a decoy pretending to be an 11-year-old girl. 11 the group communicated with Mr. Jones for months via social media, text messaging, phone and video calls before that discussion turned criminal. 40-year-old firefighter suggested meeting in person for less than legal means and reasons. It took months for him to groom this child or who he thought was a child to get sexual. He's very careful about choosing his targets. These people are not stupid. Our decoy Ashley did a tremendous job convincing him she was real. Well, instead of a young 11-year-old girl, Jones was met by a 6-foot, 4-inch, 300-pound Mr. Rawson and a crew of photographers. After trying to avoid the conversation, the suspect eventually allowed uh, Rawson and a cameraman into his truck where he spent two hours denying the evidence before relenting and admitting why he was there. Ultimately charged, arrested, with attempted rape of a child upon which authorities discovered evidence of additional crimes. There you go. Good on you guys. I don't know. Again, check out the article. It's in our show notes. I don't know if there's a way maybe you can support these guys, send them money, do so. I don't know, whatever to help the cause. But you definitely ought to be doing it because these guys, they need all the support they can. They're doing an incredible, they're doing God's work is what they are. They really are. Wow helping to save our kids from these asshole predators. Hey, 
How many messages did you send today on WhatsApp or Facebook messaging, whatever, chat? Are they private? Were they encrypted? End-to-end -end encryption? Nobody but you and the receiver can see them? Well, that could be going away. Yep. The EU, again, this is not America, but trust me, man, trust me, when it's happening in the EU, Germany, in Australia, they're just testing it out. Next thing you know, boop, welcome to the USA. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Before we do that, though, appropriately enough, I didn't plan this. We don't schedule these things based on the stories. But I want to tell you about another one of our sponsors here. Just give me a 60 seconds to let you know about NordVPN. Folks, do not, do not go online without a VPN. Your privacy today is more important than ever. Not only that, but there are bad actors out there everywhere spying on what you do, gathering your personal information. In today's digital age, are online privacy security more important than ever? NordVPN, the perfect solution, I'll tell you why in a second, for protecting your internet activity. You can browse the web securely, privately. You don't have to worry about hackers, snoopers. You know, even your own internet service provider gathers your browsing information, sells it off. Your ISP, the people you pay for your internet, are gathering your data. They have military-grade encryption service there at uh, NordVPN. They ensure that your data stays safe and, most importantly, confidential. Not only do they protect your privacy, they unlock a world of online content, 5,000 servers in 59 countries. You can access your favorite website streaming services from anywhere in the world. And now listen, I love this part. With a single NordVPN account, you can add on up to six devices. So you got to, I mean, I've got my phone, I got my laptop, got my PC, got uh, whatever. Your family, your kids, Get them all on, but a single NordVPN account will allow you to connect up to six devices, which is fantastic. Cuts the cost down, which is already pretty cheap. NordVPN's user-friendly interface, it's simple. I know people get complicated if you're not computer savvy. Don't worry about it. You install the app, you click one button, you are protected. Just as easy as that. Don't risk your online security and freedom. Use the link down there in our show notes. Please check it out. Sign up for NordVPN. You will get up to 65% off and three extra months free if you use. And look at that. The price is fantastic. Wow. Check it out. NordVPN cannot recommend it enough. I do not go online without it, and neither should you. NordVPN, use the link in our show notes. And here, is yet another reason why you need it. The EU pushing its private message ban could be as early as next week. Not kidding. They're getting closer to pushing through the legislation which is called chat control. Now, part of this justification is the whole child sexual abuse regulation, which obviously I'm hugely in favor of. 
I am not hugely in favor of you people forcing companies to unencrypt our messages. One of those consistently opposed to that upcoming rule, German member of European Parliament, Patrick Breyer, he's reacted by warning once again that regardless of some minor changes, if it's passed, and it looks likely it will be, this bill would effectively spell the end of proper encryption and your private messages remaining private in the EU. And like I said, if it's hap I know it's the EU, doesn't affect you, doesn't buy, who cares, it's over there across the pond. No, 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 my friends. Trust me, folks. If it's happening over there, it's a test market. And the next thing you know, it'll be welcome to America. You mark my words. As Dan says, flag it. <laughs> anyway, it's a mess. It's going to happen. Follow this story. Find out more about it. Check out the link in our show notes. It should scare the hell out of you because it scares the hell out of me. All right. We talked about VPNs. It's getting worse, too. Be lucky you don't live in China. Now, I'm very sure that I have absolutely no audience in China because, in fact, isn't Rumble even banned in China, if I'm not mistaken? I'm pretty sure it is. If it's not, it will be. Uh, you can sign up for NordVPN if you're not in China, and I encourage you to do that. Obviously, they're a sponsor of the show, but you really do need to protect your privacy and get access to all the stuff the government doesn't want you to see. In China, however, that can get a little expensive if you decide to buck the system. Look at this headline. China has fined a man over $144,000. I can't imagine what that would be in yuan. After he used a VPN... You, you should be very grateful for your freedoms. One of the first victims of China's VPN crackdown. Precedent-setting verdict, a programmer identified by his surname, Ma, from northern China. Ah, that amount of money is equal to about one million yuan. Slapped with a fine of a million yuan from authorities for using a VPN, virtual private network, marking a stark example of the stern measures taken to uphold China's Great Firewall. A new record for the harshest penalty ever imposed on an individual for bypassing the nation's stringent internet censorship regime. <clears throat> they confiscated his earnings which he'd accrued from September 2019 to November 2022 labeled it as illegal income the erosion of free speech blatant censorship in China Ma's case exemplifies the length to which the state will go to muzzle the open exchange 
of ideas. There are more details in this story. You want to read it. It's in our show notes. A million yuan for using a VPN. Wow. All right. One final story before we get on to our book tonight. Hey, thank you again, everybody. Please, if you're here for the first time and you haven't done that yet, hit that follow button over there. It's a little green oval says follow. Just click that. It's free. If you don't have a Rumble account, you can sign up. That also is free. You don't have to make a channel and do a show and do a live broadcast or pop all that stuff up on the... Uh, just join, become a member, help to support Rumble as we do. And uh, that way also you can follow the show. Click that button. Also over on Locals, that's the red join button right about there. And that will get you over to our Locals channel, which I have reactivated. I'm uploading supporter-only content. It's kind of goofy stuff. I was at dinner over the weekend, and so I posted a little thing from the restaurant where I was eating. Just some behind-the-scenes and some promo stuff. We'll do other stuff there on the channel, too, for supporters-only over on our Locals channel. So you can go over there and, and help us out and help to support the show, too. All right. One last one, and we always celebrate not only, of course, uh, the other folks here on Rumble and uh, who joins us. It's been amazing. This uh, this platform has just grown by leaps and bounds. We always remind you, coming up right after this show at 11 o'clock is, of course, the amazing Dan Bongino show. 11 o'clock right here on Rumble, right after our show. Be sure and check him out. Dan doesn't need my help, but we love him to death. I am a P1 listener from years ago. Never miss a show, neither should you. So I think we all need to do what we can to help support each other on this channel. And to that end, guess who's here? Yeah, Laura Loomer. She, <laughs> Laura is, if you don't know Laura Loomer, you should. She is one of the internet's most censored people. She does not pull punches. She calls bullshit when she sees it. I am a big follower of Laura over on X, and she has launched a new show here on Rumble. It's called, man, good name, Loomer Unleashed. Wow. Extensive censorship ousted from mainstream social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, they've all kicked her off. Most major payment processors, political activists, commentator Laura Loomer making a significant comeback with an exclusive show right here on Rumble. Wow. The new show, aptly named Loomer Unleashed, promises to deliver her unfiltered viewpoints, investigations, and commentary, bypassing the stringent content policies of communist regimes like YouTube, Facebook, and all those other censor-filled bullshit platform. So if you want the truth minus the bullshit, welcome to Rumble. Follow Laura, Laura Loomer. Check out her show. Follow us. And <laughs> let's keep the football moving down the field. All right. Congratulations, Laura. Welcome to Rumble. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. I've already followed her over there, so... Look, look her up. Check her out. Welcome to Rumble. All right. One of the weird things we do on this show, and we've done it from the very beginning, is we read books. 
I know we're a conservative talk show. We talk about conservative stuff, conservative family values and things like that. But one of the things when I first started this show, what now, two, three years ago or more? This is episode 472, I think, something like that. Anyway, uh, one of the things I wanted to do was to encourage you and encourage mostly your kids to read. We don't read enough. We need to read more. Now, I understand this part of the show is not for everybody, and that's fine. No problem. You come in for the first half, get all the commentary and conservative muckraking, and then you can pop along if you want. But one of the things that we've done from the beginning is to read books. Um, studies show, by the way, that even if you can't get your kid to read, reading to them does the same kind of stuff in their brain that them actually reading a book does. So if you can't get a book in their hands, make it a bedtime. Read a part of a book every night until you get through and then move on to the next one. Which is why we started with classic children's literature. The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, White Fang, all kinds of good little prints. We did all, all the classics. And then uh, one of our viewers said, why don't you do George Orwell, 1984? Based on this show, it's really appropriate. And man, was he right. So we did. And from there, we went on to Animal Farm. Now we're doing Lord of the Flies. We are about halfway through Lord of the Flies. We're up to chapter six tonight. We won't get through all of this chapter. We cut them up into pieces and then continue it on our next show. So having said that, we've reached chapter six, and that's called Beast from Air. There was no light left, save that of the stars. When they'd understood what made this ghostly sound, and Percival was quiet again, Ralph and Simon picked him up, unhandling, carried him to a shelter. Piggy hung about near for all his brave words, and the three bigger boys went together to the next shelter. They lay there restlessly, noisily among the dry leaves, watching the patch of stars that was opening toward the lagoon. Sometimes a little un cried out from the other shelters, and once a big un spoke in the dark. And then they too fell asleep. A sliver of moon rose above the horizon, hardly large enough to make a path of light even when it sat right down on the water. But there were other lights in the sky that moved fast, winked, or went out. Though not even a faint popping came down from the battle fought at ten miles height. But a sign came down from the world of grown-ups, though at the time there was no child awake to read it. There was a sudden bright explosion and a corkscrew trail across the sky. Then darkness again, and stars. There was a speck above the island, a figure dropping swiftly beneath a parachute, a figure that hung with dangling limbs. Changing winds of various altitudes took the figure where they would. Then, three miles up, the wind steadied and bore it in on a descending curve round the sky and swept it in a great slant across the reef and the lagoon towards the mountain. The figure fell 
and crumpled among the blue flowers of the mountainside. But now there was a gentle breeze at this height, too. The parachute flopped, banged, and pulled. So the figure, with feet that dragged behind it, slid up the mountain. Yard by yard, puff by puff, the breeze hauled the figure through the blue flowers, over the boulders and the red stones, till it laid huddled among the shattered rocks of the mountain top. Here the breeze was fitful, allowed the strings of the chute to tangle and festoon, and the figure sat, its helmeted head between its knees, held by a compilation of lines. When the breeze blew, the lines would strain taut, and some accident of this pull lifted the head and chest upright, so the figure could seem to peer out across the brow of the mountain. And then each time the wind dropped, the lines would slacken, and the figure bow forward again, sinking its head between its knees. So as the stars moved across the sky, the figure sat on the mountaintop and bowed and sank and bowed again. In the darkness of early morning, there were noises by a rock a little way down the mountainside. Two boys rolled out a pile of brushwood, dead leaves, two dim shadows talking sleepily to each other. <clears throat> they were the twins on duty at the fire. In theory, one should have been asleep and one on watch, but they could never manage to do things sensibly if that meant acting independently. And since staying awake all night was impossible, they'd both gone to sleep. Now, they approached the darker smudge that had been the signal fire, yawning, rubbing their eyes, treading with practiced feet. When they reached it, they stopped yawning, and one ran quickly back for brushwood and leaves. The other knelt down. I believe it's out. He fiddled with the sticks that were pushed into his hands. <clears throat> no, he lay down, put his lips close to the smudge and blew softly. His face appeared lit redly. He stopped blowing for a moment. Sam, give us tinder wood. Eric bent down and blew softly again till the patch was bright. Sam poked the piece of tinder wood into the hot spot and then a branch. The glow increased and the branch took fire, and Sam piled on more branches. Don't burn the lot, said Eric. You're putting on too much. Let's warm up. We'll only have to fetch more wood. I'm cold. So am I. Besides it, dark. All right, then. Eric squatted back and watched Sam make up the fire. He built a little tent of dead wood, and the fire was safely alight. That was near. He'd have been waxy, huh? For a few minutes, the twins watched the fire in silence, and then Eric sniggered, wasn't he waxy? About the fire and the pig? Luckily, he went for Jack instead of us. Huh? Remember old Waxy at school? Boy, you are driving me slowly insane. The twins shared their identical laughter and then remembered the darkness and the other things and glanced around uneasily. 
The flames busy about the tent drew their eyes back again. Eric watched the scurrying woodlice that were so frantically unable to avoid the flames and thought of the ju first fire just down there on the steeper side of the mountain, where now was complete darkness. He didn't like to remember it and looked away at the mountaintop. Warmth radiated now, beat pleasantly on them. Sam amused himself by fitting branches into the fire as closely as possible. Eric spread out his hands, searching for the distance at which the heat was just bearable. Idly looking beyond the fire, he resettled the scattered rocks from their flat shadows into daylight contours. Just there was the big rock, three stones there, that split rock, and there beyond was a gap. Just there, Sam, huh? Nothing. The flames were mastering the branches, the bark was curling, falling away, the wood exploding. The tent fell inward, flung a wide circle of light over the mountaintop. Sam, huh? Sam! Sam! Sam looked at Eric irritably. The intensity of Eric's gaze made the direction in which he looked terrible, for Sam had his back to it. He scrambled round the fire, squatted by Eric and looked to see. They became motionless, gripped in each other's arms, four unwinking eyes aimed and two mouths open. Far beneath them, the trees of the forest sighed, then roared. The hair on their foreheads fluttered and flames blew out sideways from the fire. Fifteen yards away from them came the plopping noise of fabric blown open. Neither of the boys screamed, but the grip of their arms tightened and their mouths grew peaked. For perhaps ten seconds they crouched like that, while the flailing fire sent smoke and sparks, waves of inconsistent light over the mountaintop. And then as though they had but one terrified mind between them. They scrambled away over the rocks and fled. Whew. That's a good spot to stop. <laughs> we'll continue with Chapter 6 coming up on tomorrow's show. So be sure and join us for that. All right, that's going to do it. Hey, just a couple quick reminders. Please hit that follow button or join over on our Locals channel. All of our great sponsors, NordVPN, Blackout Coffee. Go buy something, make some money, and have a great deal, too. You find all kinds of great stuff over there. And we will uh, see you again tomorrow. Thanks for watching, folks. Snort. <laughs>